Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Manor. I'm sure that that song just now woke you up and you were waving your hand, <laughs> acknowledging that there's nobody like our God. Amen. That's who he is. He's an awesome God. He's an amazing being. Amen. Has no beginning, has no ending. And so we that's the God who we worship. And so we give him glory, honor, and praise. So once again, welcome to Morning Manor. This is the day that the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Certainly God has put everything in this day for us to rejoice and be glad. It's your responsibility to discover it and find it and exercise it. Amen. Your, each and every day is a day of discovery of the things that God has placed in the day for us. Each and every day is our responsibility to discover the blessings of God that's already that that has already been applied to our lives each and every day. And so I pray that today you discover God's favor, God's blessing, his power for healing, his power for deliverance. Amen. Him fixing things, turning things around for your life. I pray that today you will discover that which God already has put in place for you, that you may rejoice in this day. And so once again, people of God, we say, Father, we thank you for you've been so good to us. Hallelujah. And so today, leading into that, talking about the awesomeness of our God. I want to talk a little bit about, I want to continue to talk about activating our faith. And this is part two, activating our faith, part two. In the book of Isaiah 54 and 17, it's a scripture that we all know, but we're going to deep dive into it a little bit and, and do some connecting scripture because I think this is going to be good for many of us who are dealing with a lack of confidence, who dealing with generational issues in your life, um, who are always worried about what people say to you and about you, and can those things that people say actually be applied to your life? Well, let's take a look at that. Let's see what the Bible says about us who are the children of God. Um, Isaiah 54, 17 says this, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that rise against thee in judgment shall thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. And that's the King James Version. Let's read the message version. Maybe it'll help us um, to see it uh, a little easier. Verse 17 says, but no weapon that can hurt you has ever been forged. I think I like this um, translation a little bit better. It brings it more to light. It says, nothing that can hurt you can ever be brought into existence. Any accuser who takes you to court will be dismissed as a liar. This is what God's servant can expect. I'll see to it that Everything works out for the best. God's decree. Amen. Did you all receive that? 
basically what this is saying is that God is working in my favor and actively fighting against those who would rise against me. Do you all see that? And so as children of God, if we can just believe his word and place this in our minds and get the understanding that no weapon has ever been forged that can overwhelm you or destroy you, simply because God will not allow those things to come into existence. Do you see that? It also suggests that negative words spoken against me, are we can deal with it immediately and their and which will cause their purpose and their desired effects to be absolutely canceled. Amen. Did you, did you hear that? It says this and every tongue that rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. So simply means you have authority to cancel every negative tongue. You know, there can't be a curse without a cause, right? And I, I was reading about this and the Bible says, a curse, it would be like a bird. A curse without a cause is like a bird hovering in the air with no place to land. Because if there's no cause, there can be no curse. And so it doesn't matter what people say. If there is no cause, there is no place for it to land. Are you hearing me? So never worry about all the things that people may have to say about you, negative connotations, even things that come into your mind. You have the authority to cancel it immediately. Condemn it. God has authorized you to do so. Amen. And what this also says to me that God is working in my life. Favor. You know, when we're talking about favor on our head, it simply means that God is, is with us. He's working things out for my good. Look at Psalms 138 verse 7. We're still talking about releasing our faith and we're still activating our faith because we must have something. We must have a foundation for our faith to act upon. And that foundation is the word of God. And so Psalms 138 verse 7 says, Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive me. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of my enemies, and your right hand will save me. That word revive, it, it, it means uh, to keep alive. It means to give life. It means to nourish up, preserve, to recover, repair, restore. So what God is saying, even in the midst of trouble, I'm going to keep you alive. Don't you like that? That's a promise. He says life is still going to be in you. Amen. Um, it doesn't matter what's happening with the sickness or disease or whatever it is. If we could have faith in the word of God and apply those things to our lives by consistently meditating on it, by consistently thinking on the word of God, then what the word of God says, that will become our reality. Amen. That means God will, and the, the power of the word, the power of faith in his word can, can bring recovery. It can bring repair. It can bring restoration. It can bring revival. It can bring salvation. 
It is all about what we think and how we, whether or not we have faith in the word of God. You know, I was reading about, you know, training our minds and, and some of it I'm teaching you also as I learn it. And one of the things that have been scientifically proven is that you can get sickness in your body simply by how you think. Amen. Let me say it again. Simple how you think. Because, listen, you don't have to think um, about cancer to get cancer. What the, what the research has found out is that negative thoughts, thoughts of hate, thoughts of resentment, covetousness, negative thoughts creates negative responses in our, in our bodies. So you don't have to think about cancer. You don't have to think about diabetes. You don't have to think about ulcers. You don't have to think about none of those things. But if you're hating somebody, if you're covetous, if you're just thinking evil, it creates those things in your body. Isn't that incredible? And here the word of God is telling us that we need to cancel out all of those things, those negative thoughts. Deal with it immediately. If you don't deal with negative thinking, it's going to deal with you. Stinking thinking is going to cause all kinds of things in your flesh, in your body. Your body simply responds to what you're thinking. Amen. And so when we look at the word of God and we and we we understand the word of God, it's important that we act on it and rid our minds of negative thoughts. Amen. The Bible said, what I greatly fear has come up on me. So things that you fear is going to come up on you. So rid yourself of fear because it does you no good. Fear always leads to weakness. Let me say that again. Fear always leads to weakness. So you cannot be strong and fearful. You've got to be one or the other. Eliminate those negative things. Cast it out. Condemn those things. Amen. And so, you know, when the Bible is talking about us, that walking in the midst of trouble, God is going to revive us. It suggests that we're in a place of faith where I am walking out the things that are my heritage, the things that God has purpose in his heart to be established in my life. It does not matter where I am, what state I'm in, in or what folks are saying, I'm set up, I'm positioned to overcome. I want you to say that over your life right now. I'm positioned to overcome. Though I walk in the midst of, of trouble, I am positioned to overcome. God's hand is up on me. His hand will save me. Simply means God is not leaving me in a place of failure. I am positioned to overcome. God's word for my life and my faith and my trust in his word creates a shield that the enemy cannot penetrate. Are you hearing me? God's word for my life, my faith and trust in that word creates an impenetrable shield that guards and protects me from the fiery darts of the adversary and position me to always triumph. Amen. You and I should always walk in a position or in a mindset of victory, a mindset of triumph that we overcome. Amen. Psalms 3 and 3 says, But thou, O Lord, are 
are the shield for me, my glory and the lifter up of mine head. And that's the mindset we're going to walk in in this day, that God is a shield for me. He allows me to lift my head. He lifts my head above my enemies, above my my and my adversaries in any negative thing that will try to come into my life god will lift my head above it don't dwell on thoughts of sickness because it'll make you sick <laughs> don't dwell on thoughts of poverty because it'll make you poor don't dwell on thoughts of weakness because it'll make you weak the bible says we must think on positive things you know i say this so often because it is training our minds um, philippians 4 and verse 8 says keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real honorable and admirable beautiful and respectful pure and holy merciful and kind and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. That, and when we begin to consistently um, think on the glorious things of God, we think on things that are real and honorable and beautiful and respectful. I like this one, and pure. It will bring pureness to our body. It will bring beauty to our bodies and our surrounding. It will bring beauty to our world because as we think these things, that is what we produce. Amen. And so as children of God, remember that is your faith that will bring you to a place where all things concerning you are made perfect. It is God who girdeth you with strength and make your way perfect. And so once we understand that and begin to walk according to think, according to the word of God, how a whole world is going to change. You want to change your life? I've said it before, change your thinking. You want to change your world? Change your thinking. Our lives must be retrained according to the word of God. Psalms 138 verse 8, the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Your mercy and love and kindness, O Lord, endure forever. Amen. And so here the word of God is telling us that everything that concerns us, God perfects it. Do we want to walk in perfection? You know, the Bible tells us to be perfect. You know why there's sickness in our body? It's through imperfect thinking. If we can get our thinking to a place of perfection, then our bodies would correspond with our thinking. The Bible says we should prosper even as our soul prosper. Amen. Prosper and being good health even as our soul. So even as our thinking, even as our mindset evolves, so will our bodies evolve. Amen. So when we evolve to a perfect thinking of our health and our strength, that will be the manifestation in the physical man. The physical man simply responds to the thinking of the spiritual man. Amen. So we want to make sure that the things that we want to manifest in our lives, those things are consistently on our minds. And the things we don't want to manifest in our lives, we get those things out of our minds. Get stinking thinking out of our mind. 
Think of the things that are pure, just, lovely, good things, perfect things. See yourself better than where you are now. See the excellency of God be manifested through you. See the perfection of God be manifested to you. You know, the Bible said we are wonderfully and fearfully made. That's how you must see yourself. Anything less than that is an insult to God because he made you fearful and he made you wonderful. Accept no other thinking about who you are as a person. Amen. Think perfect thinking will bring perfect effects. Listen, there is no effect without a cause. And so what are we affecting? We are the cause of a lot of issues in our bodies because of imperfect thinking. Change your circumstance by changing your thinking. It works. It works. Listen, people are responding to you wrongly, incorrectly. Check your thinking of those people. Are you hearing me? Don't just put it on them. Oh, these people are just mean and evil. No. Check your thinking, especially your workmates. Um, some of them just are just so mean and, and this and you know you know how people are. Well, also check your thinking about these people. That's why the Bible tells us to pray for those who despitefully use us and abuse us. Pray for them. Why? Because it will change and it will evolve, evolve your thinking. And so your prayer forces you to think positively about the ones you are praying for. Amen. That's what it does. That's why the Bible said to love those who hate you or love your enemies. It forces you to change your thinking about them. Amen. That's why the Bible tells us to do that. The natural man, if somebody hates you, you hate them back. And what does the, what does that do for you? Creates more hate and creates sickness and disease in your body. So waste no time hating people. Waste no time thinking bad about people. Waste no time thinking about revenge and how to get back to people, get back um, on people because of what they did to you. Waste no time with those things. Consistently think on good, positive, find the good in each and every day to think on it because whatever you think about, you bring about. You can negatively affect your own body by thinking negatively about others. So don't do it. Keep a positive mindset. Whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good report, think on these things. Your perfection in your thinking will bring perfection in your life. I know it's kind of hard to swallow all that, but it's the beginning of it, right? We're, until we learn the laws that governs our lives, um, you know, we cannot benefit from it. And just as how it took time, because in the days of Moses, the law of electricity was there, but Moses knew nothing of it, right? Man had to discover it. And so there's so much now in our minds, the God is bringing us to a place now where we are discovering the power of our thinking, the power of our minds. And just how um, we, until we learned the law that governed electricity, we couldn't benefit from it. We cannot benefit from this level of knowledge 
until we understand it. So don't just put it aside, say this is too good to be true. I can't think myself well. I can't think better outcomes. Don't just set it aside. Meditate on it. See if there's any truth to it. Try it. Let me just say that. Try it. Always walk with a positive mindset. And I guarantee your outcomes, your life, how people see you is going to change. We have to get ourselves out of a negative mindset. It creates sickness. It creates disease. Um, it creates um, uh, disagreements. It, it creates adversarial um, people to people who becomes our adversary. All these negative things that we think about. It's time for transform life. It's time for change. But it begins in your mind. I pray that what I've shared with you today will help you in this day because that's that's my intention that everything as I learn and as I teach not only does it help me but it will help you. Amen. God is a perfect God. He never makes mistakes. And man was made perfect. He was made in the likeness of God. But because of their thinking in the Garden of Eden, we, we came into sickness, we came into death, into disease, and all kinds of malady, simply because of the thinking of the first human beings. Amen? And so when Adam was thinking about create, um, naming the animals and doing the things that God has called him to do, until he was introduced to doubt, to create a whole different negative way of thinking um, then death was brought into the earth when satan introduced to eve another way of thinking thinking on evil thinking on lack when he said to her you know just god just know that the day you um eat of this you be like him so he put introduced in her mind a negative connotation towards god that god is withholding something from her that is really hers it put doubt and what happened with that death and disease came along because of that thinking that was introduced onto her but when we get back to perfect thinking, we will see the perfection that God has created us in return to us as his people. Amen. The word said, if my people are called by my name, humble themselves, pray, seek my face and turn. Turn means repent. Repent of that way of that way of life, that way of thinking. Return. He says, I will hear from heaven, forgive sins and heal the land. I mean, what he means, he's, he's going to bring restoration. God is going to bring restoration to your life when you're thinking change. That's why it's important for us to know the word of God. Until you know the word of God, then the only thinking you have is the thinking of the world. And the world thinking is what brought us to the place of destruction, the place of death, the place of disease that we're currently experiencing. And so our whole mindset has to change for heaven to be manifested on the earth. Listen, there's no record of Jesus being sick ever at all. Why? Because his thoughts are always pure. He always um, talked according to what his father said, did according to what his father did. He walked in perfection before God, walked in perfection before God, and he was able to, to manifest 
all those things. He is our perfect example of how we can live our lives without sickness, without disease, without weaknesses, but always walk in strength, always walk in victory in spite of what we face, in spite of any mountain. He said you can speak to mountains when they come in your way. Any hindrance, God already has given us the triumph, has given us the victory to be overcomers. Amen. So no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rise against you in judgment, you have been authorized to condemn it. May this teaching be a blessing to you. But let And right now, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the blessing of every moment, every day. Thank you for reminding us of your word that no weapon can be forged. God, that, that can destroy us. No weapon can come into existence that is more powerful than the power you have placed in us. And I pray in Jesus' name that our hearts and our minds will be changed and transformed and that we will develop the mindset, a mindset of victory, a mindset of above and never beneath. God, we will purge our minds of sinful things, dark things, evil things, things, God, that is not pleasing in your sight, Lord, that the perfection of your power will have a place of expression in our lives. Father, we know that you simply want to express yourself through us. And that includes our healing, that includes our health, that includes our strength, that includes our prosperity, that includes our joy and our peace and all good things. But Father, your word said that you are good. And because you are good, Lord, you only can do that which is good. And for this, Lord, we give you praise and we bless your name as we ponder and consider your words today. I pray, God, that the word, Lord, will be delightful in our hearts. We will take delight. We will find joy in your word and allow your word to find a place of expression in our lives. Thank you for hearing us, God, and thank you for blessing us and keeping us on this beautiful day. Now, Father, we thank you for the favor that is on our heads, the increase that is on our hands, and the swiftness that is you have attached to our feet. We thank you for forgiving our past, preserving our present, and guaranteeing our future. We thank you for there's not a feeble one among us, but we're healthy, we're wealthy, we're strong in the Lord, and in the power of his might. And even though our beginning was small, our latter end has greatly increased. Heavenly Father, we bless you, we praise you, and we thank you for every word of it, of instruction. For it is in your name we pray and we say amen. Amen.